There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, September 5th edition. Hope everybody had a good Monday and into their holiday weekends. Those of us that had to work, keep on grinding. We have a 15-game Tuesday slate, and it is something special. I just tweeted out before I started recording. There's 17 pitchers at $6,900 or below. So you know how I'd like to talk about gambling a lot on your pitching? Well... You don't have much of a choice today because you got there's four guys over 10k. There's three we'll be looking at. There's a couple. I'd rather gamble on 6k guys than the two guys I'm going to probably mention in the 7k range that are options. They're feasible options. But as you saw yesterday, and it's going to happen a lot in September with a lot of the pitching we have now, a lot of the goofy offenses and situations, and you know they go to the bullpens early because they have more bullpen arms and all that stuff. There's going to be offense for days. It's going to be a trend. And it was like the early slate you had, I think it was Cool, Bauer, or Seamart. Those were your three guys that did well out of 18 pitchers. 18 pitchers. So this is something we're going to have to just grind with. Even with that bad, I still didn't get destroyed on the early slate. It was, I, I thought I would. I thought it was just going to be just horrible. But the bats were there, and that's what we're going to keep attacking. And we're going to do that and go with the best pitching matchups we can. And the best gambles that we can for pitching. And we're going to keep on grinding. So with that said, let's take a look at your weather. Um, some interesting stuff. You know, we got the Hurricane Irma coming into southern Florida area and the coast and the off the Atlantic coast. You got, um, but this is not the Atlantic coast, at least not in Florida. Yankees have Baltimore 50% plus chances of rain throughout the night. So keep an eye on that one. Toronto, Boston, wind blowing out hard to left field. The Monster. Royals at Tigers, wind blowing out to left field at about 11 miles an hour. Philadelphia and the Mets, wind blowing out hard to left center in that one. Rain coming in late, late, should get the game over with. Milwaukee at Cincy, wind blowing out in, in Great American Small Park. Cleveland and the White Sox, wind blowing out hard in another band box to center field. Uh, A's, Angels blowing out to center field. It's different at night than in daytime. How'd that go for you guys? I told you daytime at that ballpark, it gets lively. It got pretty freaking lively there. Uh, home runs for days. Final score, 11-9. to nine. Um, St. Louis, San Diego wins blowing in. It's already a pitcher's yard. At least more, not as much as it used to, but still a pitcher's yard. 
Now you get that wind blowing in, so the chalky play of the day we'll get to will be even chalkier. But let's take a look at your pitching. Your four guys up top are DeGrom, Strasburg, Verlander, Granke. I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm going to stay away from Verlander at that price tag of 11-5 at a Seattle team that does not strike out a lot. They put balls in play. They've had decent success versus Verlander. They don't strike out a lot versus them. Lots of power against him. Verlander might be phenomenal. On a slate where you're going to have to take gambles if you want to, go for it. I'm going to take my gambles down below. Verlander could be great. There's not a lot of strikeout upside. First game with his new club, I'll, I'll wait and watch. But with DeGrom up top at 12-6, phenomenal matchup against the Phillies. You saw what Montero was doing until up the 5th or 6th. Um, DeGrom has just been really, really good at home this year. Only 20.7 points in DraftKings, but 96Ks and 78 and two-thirds. He's faced the Phillies four times this year, averaging 21.2 DraftKings points per start. 24Ks and 19 and two-thirds innings. The only thing is we want more than that, and that's what that's what worries me about DeGrom. That's why I'm not going to go all in on DeGrom. The upside's tremendous against Philly, but let's listen to his game log. 12.1, 35.7, 14.3, 7.9, 34.6. That was at Philadelphia. 16.5, 25.3, 29.8. So you basically want 25 more or more, hopefully closer to 30, and he only got like four of those in his last 10 starts. That's not quite the consistency I'm looking for, but great matchup. If you want to Grom as your top guy, go for him. I will have some. I'm not going to ignore him, but it's not where I'm going to bury my flag. I'll probably have more $100 cheaper at Steven Strasburg at 12.5 at the Miami Marlins. Strasburg's averaging 23.3 points a game on the road. In two starts against Miami this year, 16 innings, two earned, 11 Ks for 29.6 points. One of those was a complete game shutout, which helps with those numbers. He's been very, very good since his latest return from uh, the disabled list. Uh, in these starts, 22 5, 21-1, 41-1 was his last start out, which was the complete game shutout. Bo, beware. He threw 110 pitches. That's a, a stretch for Strasburg. Definitely is because two prior starts went six innings each for 90 and 91 pitches. So expect more of a six or seven inning start. They'll temper expectations with him. But still at 12-5, you can rack up the Ks. Seven or more Ks in those three starts since his return. Um, he hasn't given up a run in his last two starts. Lots to like with Strasburg at 12-5 against a Miami team that uh, strikes out about 21% of the time versus righties. Strasburg striking out over 28%. Ground ball rate of almost 47%. Uh, really good stuff there with Steven. Marlins have a 3.7 total, second lowest on the sleep behind the Phillies. Lefties 252, righties 278. So as long as you know you don't let the guys run into them, which the Marlins have power. Obviously, you have Stanton to worry about who went hit 53 last night. It's just ridiculous. You almost have to just tack that up in your analysis. Stanton's going to hit one. Make it be a solo. Let's move on. Like That's what you got to look at right now. But Strasburg, 12-5, my top guy in this range. And then Zach Granke, I'm going to mention him because he's 10-4. You're going to get over a $2,000 savings, which I like a ton. Um, he's been much better at home than on the road this year. I wanted to mention that. 122 Ks and 105 innings pitched at home for 24.8 DraftKings points on average, a 2-3-1 ERA. On the road in a 67 and a third innings, 66 Ks, so big difference in the K per nine. Um, a 4-2-8 ERA compared to 2-3-1 and a 16.4 points per game compared to 24.8. Three starts versus the Dodgers this year, 17 and two-thirds, nine earned, 18 Ks, averaging 15.2 points. His last start was at home against the Dodgers, six innings, four hits, one earned, six Ks for 23-9. But, you know, his last road start was at Minnesota, 2.4. Then next road start at Chicago, 12.1. At St. Louis, he was phenomenal, 32.8. 
at Cincy 4.7. So as you can tell, they're outside the 32.847, 12 2.4. Those are his last four road starts. It's riskier than people think. I'm not saying Granky can't throw great. I will use some Granky. It's just a matter of everyone's going to think it's lights out. You're getting a discount. We're getting a discount because of the situation. And I just want to let you guys know of the situation. The Dodgers do strike out a lot, 22.3% against righties. Granky striking out almost 28%. Ground ball rate of almost 48%. But he still has a hard contact rate on the year of 35.8%. So you got to be at least a little hesitant. Not running for the hills. None of that. Dodgers have a 4-1-2 total. It's 7th lowest on the slate. Lefties 278. Righties 278. You know, the Dodgers thump that they have. Granky could throw a gym. There's no question that at all. No question. I just want to let you be aware this is why he's priced where he is it's the situation don't be surprised if he doesn't meet your expectations because he has not been that guy on the road this year but still very interesting Dodgers got destroyed by Robbie Ray yesterday you never know what Greg he has he's had 20 plus points in back-to-back starts against the Dodgers both at home but uh, beware on that one so your three pitchers up top DeGrom 12 sit or I got it in order this Strauss 12-5 DeGrom 12-6 Granky 10-4 we're going to skip Hendricks. He has been having trouble going over 90 pitches, so I'm not paying that price tag. Danny Salazar, I love, love, love his matchup, but he's 9700 bucks, and uh, he's not going to go deep. Terry Francona already said he's not going deep. He didn't put a strict number on it, so it's hard. If Terry could screw us, you never know. But uh, at 9700 you're going to need like six shutout innings. With seven or eight Ks and 70 pitches. So, again, perfect. Uh, Zach Davies, who I do usually love. He's 8,300 at Great American Small Park. He's not striking guys out. Davies makes for an intriguing cash game play. I want to bring him up. But for GPPs, he's barely getting the 20 points. Like he, He's usually 18, 15 to 18 points, and we want more than that at 8,300 bucks. So, I'll move on to that one. I'll actually have Cincinnati bats. Davies doesn't strike out a ton of guys. So if you're letting him put the ball in play in that ballpark with the wind blowing out, not saying he's going to get destroyed. Bailey threw really well yesterday. Chase Anderson, for the most part, threw well. Davies could throw great. He's pitching really well this year. Just the upside for points. He might throw seven really good innings, like two or three runs in four Ks, and you got, what, 13 points? You're not going to be happy with that. The odds of him going off are a lot less, and I'll take my gambles elsewhere. Hungjin Ryu, I'll stay away from. Julio Tejeron's the next guy I want to mention. Yes, Tejeron. This is where the gambling begins. He's $7,700 at home where lefties can go to feast on him. Against a Texas team that's destroyed R.A. Dickey, who's been amazing this year. And you got Tejeron, who's actually been sneaky good lately. That's why I want to bring him up. At Philadelphia, good hitting environment, 29.4. At home against the Rockies, 21.5. 9 against Cincinnati. At Coors Field, 27.6. Then, then it went downhill. So he's had four pretty good starts in a row, three of 21 and a half or more. He is facing Texas that has thump for days. They're usually much better at home than on the road, but at, as of yesterday, you could not tell that. But they also strike out 23.6% of the time, which really piques my interest. And if you look at Tehran's peripherals, you know, it's not flashy, but it's not horrible. 19% K rate doesn't walk that many. Ground ball rate of 39%. Hard contact of 32 These are all average. Like, they're flirting. The hard contact's flirting with bad, but they're all average. They're not horrible. Uh, when you look at Texas's team total, 
It's 433. It's definitely on the bottom half of the totals. Lefty's 332, righty's 329. It is risky as risky can be. Joey Gallo is terrifying. Ruby Odor had a big game yesterday. I love Ruby in matchups like this. Yeah, Mazzara, Shinsu Chu had the day off yesterday. He should be in the lineup today. There are concerns. They don't have the DH, which helps. Knocks one guy off the list. It's risky, but at 7700 bucks, it's a sneaky, very, very low-owned GPP play. So if you're playing in those big tournaments, he could separate you from the pack if he wins, if he does well. If he doesn't do well and he's so low-owned, it's not going to destroy you. It's not going to help you win the big bucks. It's not going to destroy you. So keep an eye on Tehran. The other guy, another risky one, CC Sabathia, 7,400 at Baltimore. Been pretty solid of late. 22-1, 22-2, 18-5 in his three starts since his trip to the DL. That's at home versus Boston, at home versus Seattle, and at Boston. Against Baltimore this year, he has struggled a bit. Two starts, 11 and two-thirds, nine earned, nine Ks for 6.5. A little better on the road than at home this season. A 2-8-1 ERA on the road compared to a 4-7-1. Just doesn't strike out a ton of guys. Baltimore does have some thump versus lefties. As a whole, they've been pretty bad versus lefties, but they strike out 23.6% of the time versus lefties. CC has an over 50% ground ball rate and limits the hard contact. But Baltimore, with the weather the way it is there, a 4-7-1 total, but a little above halfway. Lefties 289, righties 305. So CC's been really good at limiting damage. Just depends if you want to take the risk. It's risky, but... No one wanted to play him when I said play him versus Boston, and he's done well. So if you feel like gambling, 7400 bucks CC is in play. So in the middle here, you got Tehran and CC. Now we get to the below 7K where everyone is, and we go to the chalkiest of the chalky. We hate Michael Walker chalk day, but $6,900, they're literally setting the trap. And you have to look at it because for 6900 bucks, you don't need amazing. He can give up some runs. It started at San Francisco last time out. Six innings, four hits, one earned. Only two Ks got you 15.9. I told you that he looked broken prior to that 0.9, minus 0.4, minus 0.2. But then before that, he was a double-digit machine again. So maybe he figured it out. Maybe it was the Giants. Well, bright side is he's facing the Padres. The Padres. Who Carmark just destroyed. But as I told you before that game, they have been sneaky against people. They got Darvish. They've got they've been able to hit certain players that you're like wow, and then they show up against others and they just disappear. So they strike out over 25 percent of the time versus righties. That's the big big plus here for Waka, who strikes out 22 percent. So if even if he gives up a couple runs, get those strikeouts where in play a 48.3 percent ground ball rate and only a 27.7 percent hard contact, which is outstanding. That's really really good. San Diego has the f- sixth lowest total at 4.05. Lefties 315, righties 330. Reverse splits. But Waka at 69, it's going to be chalkier than chalky. But it's definitely in play. Definitely in play tonight. A guy I do like that might not be as chalky. We've used him lately. He's been pitching really well. Game logs at 22 7, 28-2, 15-1. That's against the Mets, against Pittsburgh at Atlanta. And he pitches in Cincinnati. So those Pittsburgh and Mets starts are even better. I'm talking Robert Stevenson at $6,800. The strikeouts have been there his last two starts, 7 or 11. In his last three starts, 2-2-1 two, two, earned runs. He has been very, very nice. Very, very nice. Um, it's an interesting play. Milwaukee strikes out a ton. That's something you have to, to, to take into account when you're doing a strikeout almost 26% of the time. One of the worst in all of baseball. Stevenson has a 22.6% walk or K rate, but the walk rate of 14% is scary. A little bit too much hard contact as well. Um, lefty's 373. Righty's 358. It is risky. 
It is extremely risky, but the K upside is tremendous in this matchup. I will definitely have some Stevenson at 68. You got a guy like Eduardo Rodriguez at 66 versus the Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto isn't as good versus lefties as righties. They've gotten better. You know, Donaldson's in play. Bautista, uh, Pierce, Pilar, all those good guys. Smoke loves his lefties. It's risky as hell. But against Toronto this year in two starts, um, or two games, only one start, so the numbers are skewed. He does average 15.9 at home this year. Uh, shit, close that window. Open back up. There you go. Uh, against Toronto, let me see if they have a game log. Yeah, five and a third, six hits, three earned, eight Ks for 16 points. Uh, the strikeouts will be there. So Erod makes for an intriguing play. We always know he gives up a few, and then he usually settles in. for So for 6,600, Rodriguez is on the board. A guy I like as well, Miguel Gonzalez for the for the Texas Rangers, the newly acquired Miguel Gonzalez at the Braves uh, for 6,300. You know, 12.1, 27.8, 24.7, 14.7, 24.4, a negative disaster, and then 10.1, 17.9, 14.9. He's been pitching overall pretty darn well this year. Tough Atlanta club in that ballpark, there's no question in that. But for Miguel Gonzalez, Atlanta strikes out a little less than 20%. He's not a big, big K guy, but ground ball's not bad. Hard contact's not bad. No walks, really. So keep the ball in the park. We got a good shot tonight. Atlanta's team totals middle of the pack, 467. Lefty's 351. Righty's 316. Miguel Gonzalez in play. And last but not least, Ben Lively of the Philadelphia Phillies. 6200 against that Mets lineup that somehow blew up yesterday. That shocked the crap out of me. Um, Lively, two run runs or less in three of his last four. Goes at least five innings, 5, 8, 4, and 4 in the strikeout department, 10-plus in almost all those starts. 18-1 his last start at Miami. He's been actually really, really solid, consistent, like not destroyed, not not great. Good for 6,200 bucks, I'll tell you that much, against the Mets team. Team total of 4, 5, 8, which is middle of the pack. Lefty's 381, righty's 322. You got Lively in the Mets, strikeout about 22% of the time. The walk rate's outstanding for Lively, only 7.1%. Ground ball's not bad. Limits the hard contact. Lots to like with Mr. Lively. So down below, we're looking at Waka Stevenson, uh, Erod, Miguel Gonzalez, and then Lively. That's pretty much where we're looking there. Mix and match as you please. Waka will be super chalked. So if you want to avoid the chalk, go elsewhere. So recapping your pitching up top, Strauss, DeGrom, Granke. In the middle, Tehran, Sabathia. Down below, Waka, Stevenson, Erod, Miguel Gonzalez, Ben Lively. Let's jump in to your bats tonight. And Mr. Sanchez is suspended. He's serving his suspension. So your high-priced guys, Buster Posey and Coors Field at 41. Not horrible. Yeah, I got like Yachty Molina versus Travis Wood, lefty at 3900 bucks. We do like that. Let's see what St. Louis is getting. Not high. St. Louis... 4-4-5 total, lefties 329, righties 368 off Travis Wood. Yachty has hit lefties well, he's 3,900. You got Avila versus Brault. Again, Avila has not lived up to the number, I'll tell you that much. Wellington Castillo at 36 for Sabathia. I do like that. Wellington loves him some lefties. He uh, double-donged on Sunday, had yesterday off, so he's he's ripe and ready to go. 3,600 versus CC. You scroll, you scroll, you scroll. You got the likes of Lucroy versus Ty Block in Coors of 36. Outstanding. Ty Block is a disaster. Um, Rockies team total of 641. Lefties 273. Righties 347 off Mr. Block. So Lucroy at 36 could be a steal. Could be is the key word. The farther down we go, we got the likes of uh, 
Maybe Kurt Suzuki at 35, but I'd probably go elsewhere. You scroll, you scroll, you scroll. You got the likes of Jan Gomes at 33 or Roberto Perez at 33 versus Holmberg. Holmberg is a lefty that can get beat up quite a bit. Cleveland, the third highest total on the slate, the first highest outside of Coors. Lefty's 355, righty's 325 off Holmberg. So keep that in mind. The farther down we go, you got the likes of Chris Ionet at 33 versus Ryu. If he's in the lineup, he does like him. Some lefties. Catchers is priced up tonight. You got Salvi Perez, who did go deep yesterday, facing um, Anibal Sanchez. Royals have a 5-1-5 total. Fifth highest on the slate. Lefties, 369. Righties, 415 off Anibal. Royals played home run derby yesterday. So Salvi at 32 is a sneaky play. Always gets overlooked. But if you want to go down to 31, James McCann or John Hicks, whichever right-handed power bat from Detroit is in the lineup facing Jason Vargas. I know Vargas has those reverse splits, but those boys and their lefties, it's a beautiful thing. Let's go down some more. Like Tucker Barnhart, 31 versus Davies is not bad if you're coming down down lower here. Steven Vogt versus Robert Stevenson at 3K is very, very nice. If you're not using Stevenson, I like that a ton. Uh, Bruce Maxwell, again, 2,900 versus Garrett Richards. Maxwell continues to crush it. Big game yesterday. Got you another 18 points. The boys average is 7.3. 18-3, 21 You know what I'm telling you. 2900 bucks for Maxwell. Like that a lot as well if you're saving money. Uh, a guy like Mitch Garver at 28 is not horrible. Oda Rizzi's got his reverse splits. Much better versus lefties than righties. So Garver could be a sneaky play there at 28. As we scroll and scroll and scroll, you got like Elias Diaz at 26 versus Hendricks isn't horrible. It's not ideal. Kevin Plowecki, if he makes a start for the Mets at 26 versus Lively, I do like that one. It's a, a kind of value. Sandy Leone at 25 versus Marco Estrada. I do like that a lot as well. Wilson Ramos versus Bartolo Colon at 25. Martin Maldonado at 25 versus Graveman. Maldonado went deep twice yesterday. Told you I like that play. Angels 493 total. Lefties 321. Righties 369. When you look, so the reverse splits for Graveman, that makes Maldonado even more enticing. For the Rays, they have a 495 total. Lefties 387. Righties 380 versus Bartolo. So Ramos at 25 could be some value as well. But uh, that Maldonado at 25 and Ramos right there. As you scroll some more, some of these will pop, but maybe Eric Fryer gets the start for St. Louis. Probably not, but you never know. Uh, Luke Molle for Toronto probably gets the start for uh, Rodriguez. Erod at 2,300. Uh, Jason Castro, 23 versus Oda Rizzi. Check your lineups and see where the rest take you. There'll be a few more down here. Max Stassi got activated by Houston. He's 2,100. If he gets a start versus home run prone Miranda, that's something to look at. Uh, since Evan Gaddis is out, he'll be the right-handed catcher in Houston. So keep an eye on Stassi at 21 versus Miranda. That's a nice value as well. First base, you got Rizzo at 55 versus the lefty Brault. Be careful, but you know, I tell you all the time, Rizzo just does fine versus lefties, so don't fade him completely. But Votto versus Zach Davies at 49 is outstanding. I will keep going to the Votto well over and over and over again. Even on a bad game, he had eight points yesterday. Keep going, Joey Votto. But Encarnacion versus lefty Holmberg at 48 is... Likely your top first base play, top priced first base play of the day. Crushing those lefties. Uh, Smoke hits lefties well at 47 versus Erod. But then, you know, Cody Bellinger could be a nice GPP versus Granke at 47. I don't hate that. Freddie Freeman versus Miguel Gonzalez at 47. First base, third base eligible. 10 points last night. 
Still swinging a pretty decent bat. He, tell, he talks about how messed up his wrist is, but he's still swinging it well. Eric Hosmer at 46 versus Animal. Definitely in play there. I like that a ton. But CJ Cron at 43. continues to get it done. It sucks he's batting so low in the order. They got Pujols at 43 also batting high. But he had nine more points yesterday. Averaging 9.6 a game. So 43 for Cron. Don't sleep on him. The guys like Logan Morrison at 42 versus Bartolo Colon. That is extreme value. Lomo, I believe, went deep yesterday. Uh, no, he had hits yesterday. This is wrong. Yeah, they haven't updated it yet. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah, he had a good game yesterday. We went deep. I think he had an RBI knock as well. So 4,200 for Lomo. But my boy, he's 42 yesterday. He doubled Dom, including one of the night. Or no, he had singled. They haven't updated these freaking game logs. They have not. DraftKings, you're lazy. But Matt Olson doubled Dom yesterday. He's 4,100. Big, big play there. Uh, you got Yonder Alonso at 4K. Could be interesting versus Verlander. Very interesting. But Ian Desmond is only 4K versus Ty Block and Coors. That is outstanding. Coors looks to be priced down today. Joey Gallo at 4K versus Tehran is a beautiful play. The, you look into the likes of, say, Chris Davis versus Sabathia. is not ideal, but not bad. Yuli Gurriel, 3900 versus Miranda. I do like a lot. Eric Thames versus Stevenson at 39 if you want to go GPP upside. Not cash game at all. My boy Josh Bell, another big game yesterday. Uh, he went deep, drove in some more runs. He's 37 versus Hendricks. If you're not using Lomo, Lucas Duda at 37 is uh, definitely worth a look versus Bartolo. In that matchup, you go down even farther, like Trey Mancini at 35 versus Sabathia. That is too cheap, way too cheap versus CC. The Baltimore line is uh, 471 total, lefties 289, righties 305. So look at Mancini at 35 for some savings at first base or outfield. As you go down, Mitch Moreland, nah, he could, but nah. Louis Valbuena, 3,200. He's in play yet again, went deep again on Monday. So keep an eye on Valbuena. Greg Bird is a value at 31 versus Hellickson. Uh, since his return, don't have yesterday's stats, but uh, a couple games back, he hit a home run at 21, so 3-2 and 21 over the weekend. He's only 3,100 with some upside versus Hellboy in Baltimore where the weather will be conducive to more hitting. Um, Dominic Smith, a 3K versus Lively in the middle of the order. Can't hate on that one at all. Candelario of Detroit, again, switch hitting. 2,900 versus Vargas. He had an extra base hit on Monday for you. Got you some value. You can keep scrolling and see what you got. Uh, there's a few randoms down here, like Adrian Gonzalez at 26 for like the ridiculous punts. Ryder Jones at 25 in Coors, but he just doesn't start anymore. Other than that, take a look at the lineups and see what other value pops out. There will be some. I found like Sam Travis last night and put him in. He got like eight points for 2,600 or something. Second base, Jose Ramirez does very, very well. First lefties and righties, he's 5,400. Went deep again yesterday. He is on a tear. So he's in play, and he got Altuve versus the lefty Miranda, who loves giving up home runs. He's 5,300. Um, LeMahieu and Coors at 48, not bad either. Jonathan Scope versus a lefty at 45. He has really improved his power versus lefty, so you got to like that a lot. Our boy Scooter Jeanette at 44 versus Davies. That is an outstanding play. A very, very good play. If you don't want to pay into those high fives, you know, you got Scope at 45, Jeanette at 44. Can't sleep on that. Eduardo Nunez, another good game last night. A couple more RBI knocks, 4,300. Starling Castro went deep yesterday. He's 4,200 versus Hellboy. Preferring more versus lefties than righties, but he hasn't played. Daniel Murphy went deep last night. A big, big, or it's a three-run double or a home run or something like that. But Murphy at 4,200 versus Despaigne is intriguing. Maybe he's heating up again. 
But, you know, you go down to like 4,100 for Whit Merrifield, who's always overlooked, especially in my book, but he does consistently well. Or Neil Walker, who I like a ton at 4,100. Pretty decent game in Milwaukee or for Milwaukee yesterday, facing Stevenson today. Uh, I did mention lefty's 373, righty's 358 off Stevenson. If he's not striking out the farm, there's a upside there in Milwaukee. Dropping below four, you know, you got Robbie Cano at a discount versus Verlander at 39 if you want to be contrarian. I'll probably go elsewhere, but he's there. I like, I'd rather gamble on Johnny VR if he's in the lineup at 39 versus Stevenson, just conditions, period. But like, as Drew Cabrera at 38 went deep again on Monday, he's swinging a really good bat. He's 3,800 versus Lively. These gamble plays we're going to use, you're going to have to bats against him, too. It's just, that's what it works. But Joe Panic, who I told you I loved yesterday at 4K, he's down to 37 in cores. He went deep yesterday, swinging a really hot bat. So, Panic very much in play. Uh, Giants, second highest total. Lefty's 356, righty's 330 off Chatwood. So, Panic, uh, he's been hitting like second lately. So, 3700 bucks there is worth a look. Uh, Yomer Sanchez is going to be contrarian. 3500 second base, third base for Salazar. Uh, Salazar, again, not going to go too deep. So, keep that in mind. Brandon Drury at 3500 versus Ryu does love his lefties. He went deep yesterday. So, he's worth a look at 35 Lots of options, as you'd expect, with such horrible, horrible pitching. Like Ian Kinsler's only 33 versus Jason Vargas. That is in play. Very much in play. That is cheap. You can do all kinds. You can probably pay for two big bats today. Or two big two big pitchers today. Especially if Max Stassi catches and his punt catching. You can do a lot of damage here. Cesar Hernandez, 33, if you're fading to Grom. But you're, you're, one of your best plays, value-wise, just makes no sense. Over the weekend, he was cheap. I mentioned yesterday he was cheap. He's second-base shortstop eligible. He's going against Travis Wood, who... Uh, like I mentioned, lefty's 329, righty's 368, and he's got tons of power. Paul DeJong is 3300 bucks. That's criminal. That is, if you're going to punt, you do that. Or even Rubio Dor versus Tehran. We mentioned um, Tehran is a gamble play at the same time. Uh, lefty's 332, righty's 329. Rubio Dor is only 3200 bucks. He had a big game yesterday. He went deep, had another extra base hit for a knock. He's in play. Uh, young Harris Salarte, he's 3,100. I love Waka. He's going to be chalky. But San Diego, um, lefty's 315, righty's 330. Waka still is, you know, he had one good start his last time out. Prior to that, three or four horrible starts in a row. So Salarte at 31, not horrible. Uh, you scroll down even farther. You know, Azuya Hay. Again, Salarte you can use at second and short. So you can go Azuya Hay at 3K at second if you want to fade Waka. Uh, a little farther, like Brad Miller, 2,800 power upside versus Bartolo. Lots to lots to like at all these positions. I know it's 15 games, 30 teams, expanded rosters, horrific pitching. We're going to have tons and tons of options. Darwin Barney cracks the lineup, second base, third base versus Erod at 2,400 for a value play. Um, Moroff's been playing quite a bit for Pittsburgh. Had a homer and another RBI knock yesterday. Second base shortstop eligible. He's a switch hitter. He's twenty two hundred bucks. So keep him in mind. You got my boy Ozzy Albies, who I absolutely love, especially batting second. Couple more knocks again last night. He's only twenty three hundred versus Miguel Gonzalez. I had him everywhere as a pump play last night. If Franklin Barreto cracks the lineup, he's only two K. So tons and tons and tons to like down here. Uh, Negron cracked the lineup for Arizona last night. If he cracks it again tonight, he's only two K versus Ryu. So keep him in mind. Third base. Again, Jose Ramirez at 54. You got Machado at 53. Both great options. Chris Bryant versus the lefty Brault at 53. You're going to get a lot of Pittsburgh bullpen because Brault, his last start outing was like five days ago. And he only pushed like an inning out of the bullpen. 
So lots of bullpen for Pittsburgh, it looks like. You got Arenado versus Block and Coors at 52. He's the fourth highest price guy. That's crazy. And then Josh Donaldson versus a lefty at 51. So you got five guys over 5K that are all extremely, extremely awesome plays. Freeman at 47 is not bad at all. Mentioned Nunez. You got Bregman against Miranda, who loves to give up home runs. Bregman at third base shortstop at 43 will be overlooked on a slate that's so top heavy. Bregman at 43 is a very good play today. You're going to have to be different, but the good thing is there's so many good plays. It's going to be, should be, knock on wood, easy to be different. It really should be. So you could probably go chalkier at, like, pitching or something if you really wanted to. Just because as I'm reading all these options, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, you got Justin Turner versus Granke. It's okay. Rafael Devers at 4,100 versus Estrada is not a bad play at all. Uh, Mike Moustakas is only 4K versus Anuel Sanchez. Love that. If you want to drop down in price at third base, that is outstanding. Chase Headley's actually been swinging it really, really well of late. Um, he's 4K on Sunday, 17, Saturday, 22, 3 on Friday, 10 on Thursday. Swinging a pretty good stick, facing Hellboy at, at uh, 4K and Headley's first base and third base eligible. You got Jose Reyes at 4K. Then, of course, you got Joey Gallo at 4K, which is just, that's too cheap. Travis Shaw at 39 for some very, very nice value against Stevenson. Same with Castellanos at 38. Castellanos went deep on Monday. So as we've seen in every position, there's options. Eduardo Escobar, third base shortstop at 38. At Spangenberg at 38. Eugenio Suarez is only 3,700 for Zach Davies. That's not bad at all. Again, Yolmer Sanchez, 35 if you want to gamble. The farther down we go, Louis Valbuena is only 32, which is just bananas to me. If Ryu Ruiz cracks the lineup for Atlanta, he's 3,200 versus Miguel Gonzalez. That has some, some very nice upside as well. Longoria, Evan Longoria against Bartolo Colon is only 3,100 bucks. Telling you, September baseball, you guys, I'm going to read you a lot of names because you need to hear which ones. There's a ton to choose from. I know I don't narrow it down enough for you. That's why you can ask me questions on Twitter, but I want to mention every possible like stupid stuff like Evan at 31 and then other ones. Like Matt Chapman, still 2600 bucks continues to put up points, game in and game out. Ryder Jones, 25 Barney, 24 who I mentioned as interesting punts. I don't think you're going to need them, but like you can. You got Dietrich versus Strasburg at 24 There's a lot down here. And then Brian Anderson, the stud prospect for Miami's 2K versus Strasburg. Shortstop. Trey Turner at 54. Carlos Correa versus Miranda at 52 is outstanding. That's one of your top plays. You got Francisco Lindor, who loves lefties at 5K. Elvis Anders went deep yesterday. He's 47. Tim Beckham versus Sabathia. Beckham went deep yesterday. He's 46. B. Craw and Coors at only 44 is a great play versus Chatwood. Jorge Polanco at 43 is very solid. Continues to hit the baseball well. Uh, you got Bregman and Marvin Gonzalez at 43. I like Bregman a lot today. Jose Reyes, not bad at 4K. I like me some Didi at 39 versus Hellboy. Didi went deep yesterday. Still below 4K for some reason. Not sure why. As Drew Cabrera at 38, it's not a bad play. You got Trevor Story in Coors versus a lefty at only 3800 bucks. I like that a lot. I know Story is super inconsistent, not having a great year. But when you put him in Coors versus a lefty at less than 4K, he is in play. Even if he doesn't do anything, He's in play. If you don't want to gamble on him, there's tons of options, as you can tell. But he's in play. Like, Andrelton Simmons at 36 is worth a look. Story's better, but Simmons is worth a look. Because you look at the environment and everything around it. Pitching matchup the works. 
Farther down you go, like Danzy Swanson at 33, but Paul DeJong, yet again, 3300 bucks, second base shortstop eligible. That is phenomenal savings. Solarte at 31, great savings. Uh, farther down you go, Echeverria has actually swung it pretty well for Tampa of late. He's only 3K versus Cologne. If you want a piece of what should be an explosive offense, but a piece that not everyone's going to have, you go to stuff like that. It's another way to be different today is get a piece of those good offenses, but get different pieces. Freddie Galvis at 27, if you think Philly gets at it, it's a good price for Freddie batting second. Gets on base a ton. I mentioned Max Moroff at 22. I'll check out lineups for the rest. And then let's get it to the outfield and wrap her up as I've been super long-winded for you today. But then again, we've only been going for 35 minutes. Not bad. Mike Trout, 5,600 versus Grayman. He's Trout in every day. Like I tell you, every freaking day he gets it done. Blackman at 56 and Coors. Mookie Betts at 53. Stanton at 52, even versus Strasburg, is good for GPPs. Benintendi and Odorizzi at 51 aren't bad. Love me some Springer versus Miranda. I'm not joking. Miranda loves giving up the long ball. If he throws a gym, he throws a gym. But these Astros at 5K for Springer and stuff are not bad at all. Uh, Domingo Santana at 47 versus Stevenson could be interesting. I mentioned Bellinger is a good GPP option. Yeah, Justin Upton at 46 versus the reverse splits Grayman, so we do like that a lot. J.D. Martinez went deep four times yesterday. I loved him. I had him in a few lineups. He's 4,600 versus Ryu. He's not going to go deep four times, but he could go deep once or twice versus Ryu. J.D.'s just a beast. If you've listened to me for most of the year, I recommend him almost every day. I play him almost every day. I love the talent of J.D. Martinez. There's no ballpark, not many pitchers, not many that can shut this guy down. He's very, very talented. Adam Jones versus CeCe at 45 is solid, very solid there. Cameron Maben will be overlooked in Houston. He's 4,500 versus Miranda. I love that play just for the fact he should be quite overlooked. You know, you Matt Joyce, 4,300 versus Richard. He continues to hit it really, really well. That's why his price is up. He's earning it right now. Richard shouldn't go too deep. He only threw like an inning or two in his last re-up start for like 40 pitches. So you're going to get a lot and lot of Angels bullpen, which makes Oakland very, very intriguing Again, and, you know, if people aren't listening to stuff like this or reading stuff, they're not going to know about bullpen there, Brault, his thing, Salazar, his deal, little things like that. Again, Marvin Gonzalez, Billy Hamilton, another great play at 4,300. Walk off yesterday, gets on, steals some bases. We love some Billy at 43. A.J. Pollock at 43 versus Ryu is definitely a play like that a lot. Austin Jackson loves hitting lefties. He's been hitting really, really well, period, lefties and righties. Got robbed of a homer by a hell of a catch by Adam Engel yesterday. Check that out on a round basis pod handle on Twitter. Beautiful catch. But Austin Jackson, 4,200. Sneaky, sneaky play. Steven Souza Jr. at 42 is another good sneaky play, a part of that Tampa Bay lineup. Adam Duvall at 42. Granderson at 42 versus Granke could be a nice GPP play or a dud. It's up to you. Uh, far out again, Matt Olson's only 41. It's crazy. Ryan Braun, three hits yesterday, including a home run. He's 41 versus Stevenson. Maybe he's waking up. Something to keep in the mind there. The line of the shields at 41 could be leading off. It's not horrible. I'd prefer Chu. Uh, farther down we look, you got the likes of Shebler at only 4K versus Davies is very nice. I mentioned Desmond's only 4K versus Block, which is stupid. The pricing and Coors for both sides is pretty, pretty bad. Uh, you got Gritchick versus Wood at 4K is very nice. Not bad at all. Eddie Rosario at 39. K with the Chris Davis is only 39. I like that a ton. You got Thames at 39. And you got Denard Spann. He went deep yesterday. He's in Coors. Only 3900 bucks. Norma Mazar is only 3900 These are all great power options here. 
even Span and Coors becomes a power option. Max Kepler at 38. And trust me, I'm not even reading you half the names, people. Nick Marcakis and Enciarte at 38 for contrarian action. I don't mind that at all. Mel Cabrera at 37. Alan Hansen's been sneaky, but I don't know if I'm going to pay 37 for him, but he's been sneaky. Scroll down even farther. And you got guys like Mikey Mottuk at 36. Not horrible. Uh, Jacoby Ellsbury's actually been swinging it okay. He's 35. I'll probably look to like Trey Mancini at 35, but he's there as an intriguing play. Marcelo Zuna's only 35 if you want to roll that dice. I told you Matt Adams was a gamble yesterday. He did go deep. He's 35 again today if you want to take that gamble once again. He's in a great ballpark for it. Piscotti at 35 versus Travis Wood can't be completely slept on. Steve Pierce likely leading off for Toronto. He's only 3,400 versus Erod. I like that a ton. He loves his lefties. Loves them. If you want to not, if you're not going to completely fade Erod, it's fine. Steve Pierce, Josh Donaldson, those are like the two guys I'm looking at for sure there. Uh, Albert O'Meara Jr. should crack the Cubs lineup. He's 3,400 versus the lefty Brault. Odubel Herrera is back. He's 3,400 versus DeGrom. If you feel like being wild. Jock Jams is getting called up. He'll be 34. Uh, Brandon Geyer loves lefties. He's 33 versus Holmberg. Greg Allen got the call for Cleveland. If he cracks the lineup, he's 3,300 power-speed combo, more speed than power. He could be an intriguing low-owned play there. Okay, as we keep sliding down, Corey Dickerson's only 3,300 bucks. He went deep yesterday, had another RBI hit after that. C. Dick at 33 versus Bartolo Colon is a crime. Cole Calhoun at 3,300 versus Grayman is pretty darn bad as well. These are some stupid cheap prices. This is why I feel I'm going to build some lineups later. You might be able to put some of the big boys together up top and really hone in on some things. This could be interesting. Uh, Joey Ricard at 31. He's been slow but not bad. Like Gamble is a gamble versus Verlander at 31. Maybe stay away from that. There's other options to gamble on. Like Brandon Nemo at 3K versus Lively. I don't hate that as a punt play. Uh, As we get below 3K, you got Perella. Uh, it's 2,900 versus Waka. If you're fading Waka, remember the reverse splits. You have that in your favor. Boop. Pal is 2,900 versus Richard. If he's leading off, he's worth it. Otherwise, stay away for now. Look at the likes of, say, uh, there's a couple guys I missed from other positions. I'm going to have to go back and mention to you real quick. But uh, not much else down here, really. I don't have to check lineups. There probably are some I'm missing, but we'll check the lineups for that because there are always are some more guys down here. One guy I want to bring up if he cracks the lineup at the uh, shortstop position. He should be priced extremely cheap. Unless they don't have him here. Where the heck did he go? How do you not have him at shortstop? Oh boy, DraftKings. You had him in here for the last month. What did you do with him? What did you do? He's not in the out area. Did you take him out of the player pool? J.P. Crawford was here all week, and now I can't find him anywhere. And he's actually on a roster now. Wow. DraftKings. Idiots. Another, the other guy I wanted to mention to you was uh, at third base for Cleveland. If he cracks the lineup, a discount could be Giovanni Urshela versus the lefty Holmberg at 27, or Yandy Diaz is third base outfield at 29. Those are two cheap plays in the Cleveland lineup. 
that you can sneak in as well and not be hampered. Okay, that Crawford news pisses me off. He has been around for weeks now. They had him a catcher one day, outfield. He's been everywhere, and he's nowhere to be found. So checking out your recapping your pitching at Strasburg, DeGrom, Granke in that order. In the middle, Teher on Sabathia down below, Waka, Stevenson, Erod, Gonzalez, Lively, mix and match as you wish. Uh, Waka should be extremely, extremely ch- uh, chalky. Let's look at your BVP for the slate. Castillo's taken Sabathia deep. Machado, 17 for 48, six doubles, two homers, a 354 average. Adam Jones hitting 303, 23 for 76. These are good samples. Four doubles, a triple, and five home runs. Tim Beckham's even four for 13. Trumbo, 10 for 26 with a double and a homer. Chris Davis is even taking him deep, but a low average. Good stuff there. Chase Headley has a homer off Hellboy. Sean Rodriguez, three for six with a homer off Hendricks. Not running to play him, though. Chris Bryant, three for four, the homer off Brault. Not big samples there. Rajay Davis, three for eight with a double, triple, and a homer off Estrada. Dustin Pedroia, 11 for 26, three doubles. They both sat yesterday, so maybe they'll be in the lineup today. Uh, Ian Kinsler, big sample versus Vargas, 22 for 62, eight doubles, two triples, two homers, a 355 average. Matuk and Castellanos have both taken him deep as well. Merrifield's three for five versus Annabal. Melky Cabrera, 18 for 43, uh, 42. Three doubles, a triple. Hosmer, 14 for 40. Four doubles and a homer. Butera, Moustakis, Cuthbert, Escobar, Kane have all taken him deep as well. Zach Cozart, 5 for 13 with a double and a triple off Davies. Peraza, Votto, Shebler, and Duval have all taken Davies deep. Eric Thames, 2 for 2 with two home runs off Robert Stevenson. That's something to keep in mind. As we go down even farther... JT Realmuto, 16, 6 for 16, 2 doubles, 2 triples off Strasburg. Stanton, 15 for 45, 8 doubles, 3 homers. Ozuna, 11 for 35, a double, triple, 2 homers. All hitting above 300. As we go down, Dickerson, 3 for 3 with a triple off Cologne. Longo, 5 for 14, 2 doubles. Those guys are both stupid cheap. Echeverria, 4 for 13, 3 doubles, cheap as well. Eddie Rosario, 2-for-3 with a homer off Odorizzi. Dozier, 3-for-9 with a double and a homer. Suzuki, 4-for-8 with a trip or double off Miguel Gonzalez. Chu's taking Taher on deep, so has Carlos Gomez. Yomer Sanchez, 3-for-6 with a homer. Davidson's got a homer. Abreu, 8-for-24, a double, three homers. Avisal Garcia, two doubles and a homer off of Salazar. Edwin Encarnacion, 1-for-2 with a homer off Holmberg. Arenado, 5-for-8, double, and a triple off block. Story and Maleka both taking block deep. Pablo Sandoval, 5-for-14, two homers off Chatwood. B-Craw, 10-for-34 with a with a homer off Chatwood. Uh, holes 12-for-28 with a double and three homers off Graveman. Cron, 5-for-10, three doubles. Valbuena, 6-for-16 with a double, triple, and a homer. Trout, 10 for 26 with a double, triple, and two homers. So, yes, guys are in play. Calhoun's even taking them deep. Seager, 7 for 19, three doubles, two homers off Verlander, Cano, homered, Cruz, homered as well. Springer, 4 for 13 with four home runs off Ariel Miranda. All of his hits have been long balls off Miranda. Marvin Gonzalez taking a deep. Marisnik deep. Uh, Beltran deep twice. Correa deep. Guriel deep off of Miranda. Corey Seager, 6 for 16, a double, and two homers off Granke. Bellinger, 2 for 6, with a double and a homer. Justin Turner, 7 for 19, three doubles, a triple and a homer. Adrian Gonzalez, 5 for 16, a double and a homer. Chase Utley has three doubles and a homer. Grandall's got a homer. Granderson, only hitting 200, but three doubles, two triples, and two homers off of Granke. 
Something to think about. Adam Rosales has a homer off Ryu. Goldschmidt, 9 for 21, two doubles and two homers. Pollock, 7 for 21, a double and a triple. Uh, Randall Gritchick, 5 for 14, three doubles and a homer off Travis Wood. Yadi Molina, 15 for 45, four doubles and three homers. Matt Carpenter, even 12 for 44 with two doubles and two homers. So lots to like as expected. There are stacks for days, everybody. You got Coors, you got the Indians versus Holmberg. Um, the Royals are a big one. Houston versus Miranda. I've mentioned Rays versus Cologne. I love Angels and the A's, but especially the Angels. You got Tigers, you got Brewers, Reds. You just The list goes on and on. When you have that much bad pitching, just pick what you like. Play for home runs today. Don't stack too much, I don't think, unless you get that one that just scores like 17 runs. But more importantly, follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick. I will help you where I can because I listed a ton of guys so I can help you narrow it down if I need to. I just want to mention all the different options you have out there. Um, check us out on Twitter at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. We're getting a site makeover. Things are coming along. You have um, Bench with Bubba, episode 54. It is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spreaker with The Welsh from Is It The Welsh? Uh, from at Is It The Welsh from InThisLeague.com, talking lots of prospect stuff. September call-ups to know. Uh, the Arizona Rookie League and the Arizona Fall League coming up. Lots of good stuff there. Got around the bases with Bubba and Mo recording tonight, talking Angels and much more trades and everything else. Tons going on this week. You'll have your NFL DFS Week 1 preview from the two-point conversion. You'll have another Bench with Bubba coming up, recording on Thursday. Doc recorded his Saturday Edge thing, I believe, last night. Tons and tons coming up. NFL action coming up. First week of college football in the books. But get your MLB DFS on. It's uh, good luck today. Let's make some money. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your September 5th edition. I'm out. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.